Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across your news desk, I'm Austin Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, HousingWire's HW Plus Managing Editor, Brennan Nath, will cover the Federal Housing Finance Agency's move to help servicers who collect payments on loans backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. I'll also discuss Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's decision to delay the mandatory use of the new Uniform Residential Loan Application, a new rule that will allow banks to postpone property appraisals 120 days after mortgage closes, and the nation's existing home sales, which declined by 8.5% in the month of March. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and here's Brennan Aft on the Federal Housing Finance Agency's move to help mortgage servicers who collect payments on loans backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. For today's first story, we're covering breaking news from this morning that follows our continued coverage of the industry's request for a servicing liquidity facility. For the last several weeks, the mortgage servicing industry has been crying out for help, lobbying the government to set up a federally backed liquidity facility for servicers to address the rapid rise in forbearance due to the coronavirus. The Federal Housing Finance Agency just announced that it is moving to help servicers who collect payments on loans backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, but not in the exact way that servicers were expecting. Rather than setting up a liquidity facility, which would help servicers cover the principal and interest payments they are required to send investors on loans that are in forbearance, the FHFA is changing Fannie and Freddie's policies to limit the number of payments servicers will be required to make. Under the new policy, servicers will only be required to advance four months of missed payments for loans in forbearance. After that, the servicer is under no further obligation to advance scheduled payments. This policy applies to all GSE servicers, whether they are banks or non-banks. And interestingly enough, the change actually aligns Fannie Mae's policies with ones that Freddie Mac already had in place. The FHFA also announced that it is changing the GSE's policies around buying delinquent loans out of mortgage-backed securities. Under the GSE's current policies, mortgages that are delinquent for more than four months are purchased out of MBS pools by the GSEs. But now instead, the GSEs will keep loans and forbearance in their respective MBS pools for at least the duration of the forbearance plan, treating the mortgage loans with COVID-19 payment forbearance like a natural disaster event. The FHFA stated that this change reduces the potential liquidity demands on the enterprises resulting from loans in COVID-19 forbearance and delinquent loans. Commenting on the news, FHFA Director Mark Calabria said in a statement that the four-month servicer advance obligation limit for loans and forbearance provides to and clarity to the $5 trillion enterprise-backed housing finance market. We'll continue to closely follow this story as we get reaction from the industry on what this means going forward. And for the rest of today's podcast, here's Alcina Lloyd. Thank you for listening. And to wrap our briefing, I'll begin with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's decision to delay the mandatory use of the new uniform residential loan application. 
According to an article written by Ben Lane, the GSCs announced they are delaying the mandatory use of the new URLA until March 1st, 2021, due to the impact of the coronavirus on the mortgage business. Notably, this isn't the first time the new URLA has been delayed. Prior to this change, the use of the new URLA was supposed to become mandatory on November 1st, 2020. Following that, the government-sponsored enterprises dictated that lenders would be required to use the new loan application by February 1st, 2020. With the industry focusing on dealing with the impact of the coronavirus, the GSCs are delaying the rule again. Under the new implementation timeline, after a period of testing, lenders may begin using the new URLA form on January 1st, 2021. From that date through March 1st, 2021, use of the new URLA form is optional. Our next story also comes from Ben Lane and announces a new rule that will allow banks to postpone some property appraisals 120 days after a mortgage closes. The rule change, which was proposed last week by the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, and the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, is now official after the rule was published in the Federal Register on April 17th. Under the new rule, banks can postpone an appraisal on a residential or commercial property for 120 days after the loan is closed. The rule only applies to banks under the oversight of the Fed, FDIC, and OCC. The rule change only applies to loans kept in banks' portfolios. Loans sold to or guaranteed by the Federal Housing Administration, Department of Housing and Urban Development, Department of Veteran Affairs, Fannie Mae, or Freddie Mac will still require an appraisal before closing for each agency's or company's rules. Our last story, which was written by Kathleen Howley, covers March's existing home sales, which tumbled 8.5% in March. According to the National Association of Realtors, which put out the monthly report, sales fell to a seasonally adjusted 5.27 million at an annual pace, marking the slowest rate in a year. Nevertheless, even with the drop, sales remained 0.8% higher than the year-ago month. NARS chief economist Lawrence Yoon says the housing market has grappled for a year with the shortage of homes for sale that has supported price growth as buyers compete over limited supply. According to him, when the coronavirus pandemic hit the U.S., it made the shortage even worse. Yoon says with the current quarantine recommendations in place, fewer sellers are listing homes. If the housing market wants to prevent this, Yoon says more listings are needed and more are likely to come on the market once the economy steadily reopens. Thanks for listening to today's top stories and the Housing Wire team will be back again tomorrow to cover the top stories that you need to know in the daily download.